Have you ever heard a preacher or a street evangelist or maybe read in the Bible of the phrase, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand? It sounds like a command to do something, a way to be saved from something. But really, what does it actually mean, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand? Well, we're going to get into that in today's Apples and Oranges episode, where we compare what the world believes to what the Bible teaches. Welcome back to Apples and Oranges. This is season two, episode seven, and we're excited to talk to you yeah. today about our topic of repentance. Woo-hoo. Don't be driving when you're listening to today's episode. I'll tell you <laughs> that right now. <laughs> um, just a little quick reminder of our game, Spot the Lie. Spot the Lie. Where you guys write into us through email at aliveagainne yeah. and tell us our lie throughout our conversation. So you mean to tell me we're, we're a Christian podcast and we're going to lie on the show? Yeah, I don't know okay. if we're going to do this anymore. <laughs> well, listen, I can tell you that the last four winners, um, are, they're going to receive the mug that, that or the mug or the tumbler. They, they answered the question. They got it right. And we're sending them out. And it's getting a lot of excitement. Yeah, it is. I think what we want to do, though, is we want to shift it a little bit, not only try to catch the lie, but also send our podcast to how many people, you think? Five, ten? Yeah. No, with like five. Five ten people. Way too many. <laughs> five people that you know, and they need to subscribe to our channel. Ooh, in order for you to win a prize. In order for you to win a prize. Now, we got that from Jake Duffner. Now, Jake Duffner is, uh, you know, he's, he's somebody pretty big on the social media world. <laughs> and so he gave us some insights on how he makes his Instagram and his, his YouTube channels so explosive. So we're taking a tip <laughs> from a professional. Thanks, Jake. All right. So I guess we should just get right into our conversation today. And we're going to What's talk- our conversation again? We're going to be talking, if you would let me finish. There we go. We're going to be talking about repentance. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. I hope you can forgive me. <laughs> Maybe repentance goes a little something like that. Yeah. So really, what? tell us, Ashley, uh, from your point of view, from the world's point of view, uh, what what is this repentance, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand? What, what does this all mean? What are we talking about? You're asking me what the world thinks about repentance? Well, I want to know what you think first, and then maybe the world. I don't know what I think. You want me to define repentance? Perfect. <laughs> yes. What does repentance mean? What does repent mean? Um, to apologize for your wrongdoings. To apologize for your wrongdoings. Fantastic. In my own words. Okay. Those are in your own words. So what does the world say about it? Uh, maybe the world has never even heard of the word before. They've never heard of the world before. The word. Repentance. Oh, the word. Okay. They don't know what it means. So they have no understanding of what the word means. Maybe. Okay. Probably not, but maybe. That's a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Maybe maybe the, or, the younger generations. Yeah, or maybe they don't know what they do wrong and that they need to repent. Oh, okay. So what... It, what? Like there's nothing wrong. They didn't do anything wrong, so why should they repent? Okay. That's a very good one, too. Mm-hmm. Well, any more? I got a whole bunch over here. That, yeah, so I think that that's also very interesting to say, you know, like who... What if in their world, what they did is right? Yeah. I think that... The world that they come from. So one of the problems, I guess, is like establishing what is right and wrong in everybody's eyes. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, I know that there. We talked in a previous podcast a while ago about the the moral law yeah. that everybody is born with, the understanding of right and wrong, um, because of the the Maybe moral some code. Maybe don't believe in that. Well, so it'd be interesting though to you know to really dive into this conversation a little bit more because you also have some cultures that would say, take for instance uh, Mormonism. Mm -hmm. Mormonism has the belief that you can have uh, more than one wife. And so um, yeah. evangelists, evangelicals, um, don't uh, subscribe to that understanding or, or agree to that. Mm -hmm. uh, that. We may actually challenge them that they're committing adultery um, and they're sinning. Mm -hmm. So to the, in their world, uh, do they need to repent? Um, do they need example. to apologize? Do they need to ask for forgiveness? And so you, there's just, just this wide, um, under these different understandings out there, cultural understandings, ethnical understandings, people group understandings mm -hmm. um, that, that you may subscribe to. So I just want to remind everybody that this show is a, is a podcast that um, vets all of our conversations through the books of the Bible. Uh, what does the Bible have to say about this word repentance, um, and uh, what does it mean, and how do we repent, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't we don't use the Book of Mormons, which is uh, what what Mormonisms use. Um, the Jehovah's Witness have their set of um, of books as well that they subscribe to. Uh, we subscribe simply to the Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what does the Bible say about it? And and again, the whole premise of the lie in in you know the game, or can, can you spot the lie, is so that you take what we have to say and you search it for yourself. Vet your Bible. Go to uh, go to some very good resources. Um, there's we're going to give you one here today. FirmIsrael.org um, is going to be a great resource through the, the topic of repentance. Uh, and you need to search out your own salvation, your own understanding. Right? Mm -hmm. That's pretty important, right? Yeah. Okay. That's the point of our game. That's We're the not point just of lying our game. for fun. We're not just lying for fun. <laughs> okay. So um, let's get into a little bit of the biblical principles. I didn't start my stopwatch. Um, that's a shame on me. Um, oh, but my goodness. I was, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was trying to kind of just time these so that we don't go too long. We try to keep them around 30 minutes. Um, but the pastor and me sometimes yaps too much. And Ashley doesn't say, would you shut up? So I just keep... I think I should start. Though. I just keep babbling. <laughs> um, so, you know, one of the things that we want to point to in Scripture um, is this understanding of really what is repentance. And it's important that we start out with uh, this bullet point, that repentance is not just a feeling. Wait. Uh-oh, she already stopped me. I didn't... I, like, that was a comma in the <laughs> sentence. I didn't even get to finish the sentence for all of you that are... Listening. Is repentance a feeling anyway? No, I don't think so. But repentance is an action. Yes. The definition of repentance is to this turn you from. You just said is repentance is not just a feeling, but it's not a feeling at all, I don't think. Well, uh, so you need conviction in order to identify repentance. Okay, so conviction is the feeling that you get when you feel like you need to repent. Repentance is the feeling that you experience when you are violating a moral law mm -hmm. when you are violating man's law think about when you're speeding and uh, you're speeding on one of our highways here in the great state of New Jersey and you pass the cop mm -hmm. 
and uh, all of a sudden you get these feelings inside of you. Yeah, but that's not repentance. That's not repentance, but that's the feeling that draws you to, to an understanding that you've done something wrong. You yes. violated man's law in that example. Okay. Uh, you violated moral well, I law. I think that's you really important. Biblical law. I think it's really important to point that out, though. Yeah. Because one of our worldly <laughs> views is don't don't judge me, right? Like I'm not I repentance like i don't mm -hmm. someone would come to you and talk to you about something but they don't want to because you're going to tell them what they're doing is wrong yeah. the feeling that they have is conviction though that's exactly yeah and so, one one would argue that the feeling of conviction it's not judging them it's definitely it, it's well i don't know maybe you are judging them well, i know that when i talk to somebody i usually preface it by saying hey listen I'm doing my best so that you know I'm not judging you. Yes, but I think it comes yeah. off that way most of the time anyway because they feel wrong in what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. That's why usually if you're going to have that type of a sensitive conversation, you want to let them know, yeah. I, I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here in any form of, you know, any capacity of judgment. As a matter of fact, Jesus says that I didn't come to judge the world. Mm -hmm. right. That's the only the only place for judgment is from God the Father. Mm -hmm. um, now, when you talk about this word conviction around things that you're doing uh, that don't align with biblical principles, man's laws, or moral laws, these are, one would argue that this is the Holy Spirit making you aware, because the one of the names of the Holy Spirit is He's our convictor. Mm -hmm. So the Holy Spirit helps us identify when we're doing right and when we're doing wrong. And, and again, it's not, uh, it's not a feeling like guilt or sorrow, okay? We don't need to punish ourselves with our thoughts and feelings. Mm -hmm. All right, very important to, to remember that. Repentance actually comes from the Hebrew word. Um, it's an Old Testament word. It's a Hebrew word. It's teshuva, T-E-S-H-U-V-A, um, which, again, means repentance but is derived from the verb and i'm not going to get too far into the hebrew language and the greek language and you know and, the, and you can even talk a little bit more about the aramaic language here uh, but it, it really means to return mm -hmm. okay and so if you're thinking from the biblical principle you've got adam and eve who eat of the tree and what do they feel uh. are you falling asleep Sorry, I had a yawn. Yeah, she's falling asleep. <laughs> I'm not falling so, asleep. So, um, what, what, they, what did you say? Where do they go? When Adam and Eve, um, they know their eyes are opened to right and wrong. They feel shame. They feel shame. Mm -hmm. They go and they hide. Yeah. Right? They go and they hide. And what does God do? God comes into the garden and he says, where are you? Where are you, Adam and Eve? And then Adam and Eve come out of the bushes and they say, we were hiding from you. And God immediately says... Who told you about this thing of hiding? Mm -hmm. Who made you aware of this? And what, what that is a representation thereof is God wanting an Adam and Eve to come back to fellowship with him. Mm -hmm. So this is really the Old Testament principle of returning. Returning to your rightful relationship with God, the, the creator, mm -hmm. the God who created you. So that's the Hebrew word. Uh, to Shiva. And, and again, in Joel chapter 2, verse 12, it says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. And again, there is that word return. You can replace that word with Teshiva or repent. Repent to me with all your heart. God is always trying. Ever since Adam and Eve, you know, they ate from the tree. 
that they weren't supposed to eat from. Ever since that moment, God is all about getting his people back into right relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Returning that relationship. Okay? And it's also important to point out, like, it's not about just stopping a behavior. Right? It's very different. Uh, you, it's not just about stopping the behavior. It's not about being sorry or apologizing one time. It's a continuous decision to return to God and to receive new beginnings. What do you think about that? I think that's important. It's very important. You can learn more about that from Firm Israel, F-I-R-M-I-S-R-A-E-L dot org. It's really get that. It's really important because as we live in a sinful world, we live in what the Bible would would describe for us as a fallen world. Were you mocking me there? No. About the way I spelled out firmisrael.org. Um, so it it we live in this fallen world, and so every day we're challenged to do right or to do wrong. Mm-hmm. And and some people make it a routine. I know I do myself. When I wake up in the morning, I say, take me today, Lord. May I do your work. May I do your will. Help me to not fall into sin. Do I get it right every day? No. Again, if you live on the great state, if you live in the great state of New Jersey and you drive our roads, you can easily fall into the trap of being annoyed uh, and, and... Oh, I know I do. <laughs> giving them the Jersey, the Jersey salute. Um, and, and you can just really fall into sinful patterns. And so um, you got, it's a continual surrendering. It's a continual, Heavenly Father, forgive me, help me. Mm-hmm. But it's about the heart. Our God is about the heart, right? Um, he, he's a God. So like, what if you're sitting there and you're cursing in traffic and, <clears throat> yeah. you're, and you're asking like, okay, forgive me. Um, but like, you still really want to like kill that person. So you haven't checked your heart. If you still want to kill that person, like, 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 let's say we're sitting here right now and somebody dropped their energy drink on the floor and it's still on the floor and, and there's a mess, right? And, and like you're burning up inside because you want to strangle that person. And in that moment you say, but father God, forgive me for these very emotions or these very thoughts. Uh-huh. If you still want to strangle them, your heart. It is doesn't not- count. Of course it doesn't count. What's your heart saying? Yeah, but like, what's your mind you su- saying? How are you supposed to like deal with that you're supposed to meditate in prayer and ask god to to really root this out of you and take this sin nature out of you Mm -hmm. just because you utter the words doesn't mean it aligns with your heart and with your desire if you want if you simply say god forgive me but you still want to murder that person yeah you're in sin Mm -hmm. you haven't repented from it Mm -hmm. you haven't turned from it and again it's a daily occurrence yeah you got to continually go back to god and say god more of your patience more of your love more of your gentleness, more of your kindness, more of your steadfastness, mm-hmm. more of you, God, as I experience the world around me. Because no more than I go out my front door, I'm going to see a knucklehead who's going <laughs> who's gonna to tick me off. And right there, I'm going to immediately go back into my sin nature. Yeah, so like if you keep doing it every single day, where's the line? Like the, So the definition or the word repentance is to turn from never to return mm-hmm. right okay so 
how you vet that out and your your conviction on that. See, now you may be feeling like I'm judging you right now, but that may simply be the Holy Spirit convicting you on your understanding of the word repentance. I don't know. You need to work that out. But that's what the true understanding and meaning of repentance is. No, well, I think I had a problem with this, and that's why I was like, I'm like really confused about the whole topic. Yes. Uh, because... Um, there was a situation, and I, I think I told you about this. I don't know if I did or not. Some people have recently referred to me as a grandpa <laughs> or, or as an old man, and so I'm going to embrace that and say my memory is lacking. So I don't remember if you talked to me about it or not. Why don't you share for our audience who's okay, watching right so now on this YouTube. is actually a really good topic, I think, because a lot of people probably struggle with the same thing. But, yes. like, okay, so gossiping. Oh, You're not no supposed bueno. to gossip, right? Root of evil. But gossip. I feel... Like a lot of people do it all the time. It sure. doesn't make it okay. doesn't make it okay. It is a societal norm, by the way, in many cultures. Yeah. It's a societal norm. So yep. I'm like, okay, I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to stop. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I had this conversation. Something happened. This big old fight happened Ooh. with all these people. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to go texting like this person and that person. Hopefully you don't. And so I called somebody because I wanted to talk to them about how I was feeling about still wanting to reach out to people. Yes. But I reached out to the wrong person. Well, okay. So you recognize that. Very and good. And it led me to talk about the situation again. Yep. And then I was like, really upset because i was like how do i deal with this i don't know how yeah. to deal with this i keep doing it all the time yep even though i don't want to yep so there's again when you when you struggle with these areas and and listen i am by far no saint uh, no saint at all so it's really important to remember some basics some biblical basics when you're struggling with a sin area in your life mm -hmm. get into the word read your bible if you're struggling with gossip do a quick Google search. Go to blueletterbible.org. Find all the scriptures on gossip. Mm -hmm. Read through it. Read your Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is a very powerful book on certain sin patterns. Uh, and so see what the Bible has to say. Mm -hmm. In reading the Bible, it is my belief that the Holy Spirit will calm your soul and will point you in the right direction. So that's number one. Number two is pray about it. If you feel emotionally charged about something such as gossip or any other of the sin areas... Mm -hmm. Don't act. Do everything in your power to stay still. Find a quiet place. A Go near the ocean. Go into the woods and just listen to the rattling of the leaves. Find where, where you can see God in creation and just be still. And, and pray. Okay, that's, just, that's attached to the being still. Mm -hmm. God often says, find yourself at my footstool and pray with me. Talk to me. Share your thoughts with me. Because I'm a God who loves you and wants to help you. So first, get into your Bible. Second, find a still place where you can see God in creation. And, and listen to him, listen for him, and talk with him. He wants to talk to you. Also, and then the final one is you mentioned you went to somebody and you identified that that was the wrong person. You should go yeah. to your network of Christian brothers and sisters who can help guide you and say, uh, Ashley, you're in the wrong here. It's time mm -hmm. to shut this thing down. Or... Uh, give you some biblical advice that would help you in this struggle. That's why you see many successful organizations such as America's Keswick. They have a great, when, when dealing with drug addiction and sexual addiction, they have a great program around um, covenant relationships with brothers and sisters. 
play, uh, you know, uh, even even um, AA meetings. That's what it's all about. It's it's bearing one another's burdens. It's talking about the problem, bringing it to light, and then and then working through the problem together. <laughs> but it doesn't do you any good if you're struggling with gossip. You recognize it, and then you go right to a gossiper, and and that person drags you right back into the sin. Some people. I'm babbling now. I'm preaching now. The, the the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians actually says when you come to these moments in your walk, he says, turn from them. And he says, uh, he says walk slowly away from them. Mm-hmm. He says, walk slowly away from them because you're to have nothing to do with them. And so that's where some people uh, talk about like radical Christians. Well, you know, they don't wear clothes that they shouldn't wear. They don't drink. They don't they don't smoke. They don't go with girls who do. You know, they don't go to the movie theaters. Well, there is a principle. There is something to be said. The movies. Well, because movies. Oh, are bad. Are, okay. In in some ways are very bad. Okay. Um, and so some people would say, oh, they're extreme Christians. They they don't engage the world around them. But others would say they're doing everything in their power to avoid walking in sin nature. Yeah. And does it look extreme? Yeah. Like to the world. To the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you pay close attention to Jesus's walk from from um, being birthed all the way to his resurrection his rising from the dead and his ascension into heaven, it does not like the things of this world. Mm -hmm. So I hope that I helped you there. But that's what you need to do when you're stuck into these sin patterns. Uh, You need to lean on his word. You need to lean on his understanding. You need to ask the Holy Spirit for help. You need to ask your brothers and sisters in Christ for help. Um, Okay, so let's get back into some. Here's a very good scripture. It's found in Acts chapter 3, verse 19 through 20. It says this. It says, Repent, therefore... And turn and turn back that your sins may be blotted out, that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send the Christ appointed for you, Jesus. Acts chapter 3, 19, verse 20. Okay? To repent concerning salvation is to change your mind regarding sin and Jesus Christ. Now, this is an important point. Again, you'll find this point at this um, at, at um, gotquestions.org when you search about repentance. This is a really important point that you change your mindset regarding sin in your life, mm-hmm. because down here um, it says it's impossible to put your faith in Jesus as your Savior without changing your mind about sin, about who Jesus is, and what He's done. It's really, it's impossible because our faith, so without Jesus, we're locked into this pattern of sin. Can't get out of it. Can't mm-hmm. change it. Uh, the, the, if, you, if you believe in Old Testament times, if you're, if you're uh, a follower of the Hebraic law, the Jews right now, the Jewish people, they bring in, a, they bring in an unspo- a, 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 a unspotted lamb, they kill it, they pour out its blood. Only the priest can do that for them. And they do it during certain times of the year because that is the removal of their sins. And they're going to do this over and over and over again until their Savior comes back. Jesus was that Messiah. Mm -hmm. Jesus was that that spotless lamb who died on the cross, who, who bore our sins and our pains, the Bible says. Sin and pain for you and me. Mm-hmm. For the sins we committed yesterday, for that which we commit today, and if you if you read in Romans, 
It's for the sins of tomorrow. And so, unless you change your mind about your sin nature, you're always going to go back to it. You're always going to, you're always going to, it's this, it's this, um, Jesus, or not, Jesus releases you from the sin pattern. He opens the door that is, it, it is, right now, it looks like it's locked. It looks like you can never get out of it. Well, when you put your faith in Jesus, and you walk as Jesus uh, desires you to walk, there's freedom. Mm -hmm. There's freedom. You're not you're not bound by chains of addiction anymore. You're not bound by um, un, un, uh, unholy thoughts, lustful thoughts, um, desires of the flesh. You when when your eyes and your sight is on Jesus, Him crucified and only Him crucified, then you do His will. Now, these are words. It's a lot easier said than done because we, we're, we're living still in a fallen world. All right. But the reality is when you turn away from your earthly desires and you turn toward your heavenly desires, life will be refreshing. Uh, it's not to say you won't experience trials and, and struggles, but there'll be a sense of, of freedom. And then also this, most of the time, and this is my final point, and then, and then we'll, get, we'll close this sucker out. Most of the time, when you're paying attention to the things of the world, whether it's your business, whether it's uh, your sin nature, these are things that the Bible reminds us are fleeting. And the moths eat at them, eat at them and they will fade into the dust, and they will only be here for a moment. When you put your sight on things that are uh, that are that are heavenly, things from everlasting, they live in the everlasting. Mm -hmm. So while you may you may struggle today because while you want to be a millionaire, you only got twenty bucks in your pocket, and people may say, "Hey, Pastor Jay, why do you only have twenty bucks in your pocket?" <laughs> oh, uh, I only have twenty bucks in my pocket because I gave uh, um, almost a million of it away for God's kingdom. And, and the money in this world is, is only momentary. That's why I only have 20 bucks in my pocket. And you know what? I'm content with that. I'm mm -hmm. satisfied. Because the Bible tells us, let us worry about our daily bread. Not the things for tomorrow, because tomorrow has its struggles of its own. Okay, so when you, when you meet the individual who is applying the Christian and the biblical principles, they're happy. They, they may not live a lifestyle that the world would look at and say, oh, why not this? Why not that? Why not this? Well, because uh, that's going to fade away into the dust. And so I would much rather invest in things that are eternal. So repent, turn from. Repentance changes the way you think about God, sin, holiness, and the obedience to God. Right? And, and I just want to make this final point. We tend to get the order wrong. You just said that. I know I did, but this is an important part. We tend to get the order. You're supposed to stop me when I start preaching, and, you, and you're doing a horrible job. You're saying good things. I, I hope Why would the, I stop you? I hope the Holy Spirit convicts you of that, yeah. um, but that's okay. We tend to get the order wrong, okay? We think we have to fix our mistakes before coming to Jesus Christ. What makes us able to repent is our belief that we belong to God, and that's where we need to return. That's a good point. So, right? Why? Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah. I think that they feel like they're not good enough because of what they've done. Yeah. So they don't go to church or 
or seek God because they think that they're not, they can't. They can't. They're not good enough. They're not worthy. They're not worthy. They're right. So Satan has got them, Satan and, and his whole spiritual world, he's got them all wrapped up. Yep. They're shamed. They're, they're, they're worrying. They're doubting. They're, they're not coming to, you know, I love, again, uh, I just... I love the Bible because when you watch Jesus, right? So Jesus goes out and he gets baptized and John the Baptist is saying, hey, here, here he is. Here's the one who's going who's gonna to save your soul. And then Jesus goes and he finds, he finds some of his disciples fishing. And he says, he says, hey, do me a favor. Drop your nets. Come and follow me. I'm going to make you fishers of men. And then immediately those individuals get up and they follow Jesus. They don't sit there and they say, well, Jesus, you, you know, um, you, you really don't know that I'm an uneducated man. You really don't know that uh, I didn't finish high school. Um, I, I really, uh, I had no plans to go to college. Like that wasn't even you know, on my radar. And oh, by the way, God, I'm just such a sinful, disgusting man. Let me go take care of my things and then I'll come follow you. Mm -hmm. Now these individuals, Jesus asked them, because of who they were right there and then. And he went and changed their lives. As a matter of fact, later on in the Bible, it, it, it brings these, uh, this story up. Where, wrap it up, Jason. I know, wrap it up, thank you. <laughs> it brings up this one more story where Jesus is confronted by three individuals. And one of them, uh, Jesus says, uh, come and follow me. And he says, oh, let me go bury my dead. And then another man says, uh, I want to follow you, Jesus, but I got to take care of this other matter. And then the third person says, Jesus, I'll be there. I'm coming, I'm coming to follow you. And, and he says, but I need to go take care of this. And Jesus said, you know what? Don't worry about it. Because Jesus knew their heart. Mm -hmm. Jesus knew that the other things, they cared about the other things more than they cared about eternal things. And so he let them go about his way. And that's when he said, listen, if you're not going to die to yourself every day, if you're not going to bear your cross and follow me, that only then will you inherit the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So he, he uh, let those three individuals walk away. We need to be about Jesus. And so don't worry about repenting. Get yourself to Jesus. Get your faith in Jesus Christ today. Get yourself to a, a good church that teaches Jesus Christ and him crucified. Get yourself into a good conversation with a good Christian friend that can help you work through these things. Don't wait. Don't, don't tarry. Don't sit there in your sin and live a, a life um, that you're not happy about and that is you're, you're struggling with jesus wants you in relationship with him today very good amen so ask him into your life sorry are, I, you, are you all done now? i'm done i'm finished <laughs> praise the lord by the way um i did give the lie it was very subtle the lie was in there i didn't get it oh you didn't get it let's see if you catch the lie be spot the lie because the lie I'm was gonna have to the lie was the in there thing. you did yep the oh, lie is in there goodness. see if you can get it all right. Well, that's all I got to say. Okay. So then I'm gonna check the email. You gotta, you gotta check the emails then. I'll check the emails. <laughs> uh, well, I'll let you know what the lie was when okay. we finish our broadcast here today. So, um, all right. But yes, the lie is there. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Um, so we'll be back Friday, 7 p.m. on anywhere that you guys watch or listen to podcasts, and you can also watch us on YouTube. Thanks so much for listening to us, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy, everybody. Mm -hmm.